Yes. I love this. The name's Agatha Harkness. We knew it. We already knew, baby. Lovely to finally meet you, dear. It's been Agatha all along. Wow. They made us look like a fool. This is her? Snooper's gonna snip. Welcome back to New Rockstars. WandaVision just revealed it was Agatha all along. Agnes Ooh. is confirmed to be the witch, Agatha Harkness. She's got the boys, she's got Wanda, she's got our hearts. But now that Monica Rambeau has re-entered the game as a super-powered individual, maybe Photon, can she save everyone? Wanda the, the Oh, right before I sneezed. Oh, I'm so sorry. Bless I you. <laughs> you gotta be careful because you don't want your soul to escape your body. There are witches abound, ready to snatch it up and gobble it up. Well, Jessica, welcome. This is Inside Marvel. This is our WandaVision after show. I'm Eric Voss here with Jessica Clements. How are you? What did you think of that? It was wild. And it was so funny because I was like really calm for the entire episode. And then when that song started playing, I was like, <laughs> mm, 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 chef kiss. Yes. They gave, mm, mm, mm. I love, mm. oh. it was so good. It was so good. And I couldn't tell, is it the, are we doing the Adams Family or was it the Munsters? To me, it felt more Munsters-y. Adams That's what Family I has more of the slower. Yeah, double snap I there, think but online people are like with a nice Adams family, and I was like, I think it's because you guys don't know the Munsters and you only know the Adams family. Yeah, Munsters had true. had a beat to it. Oh, I loved it. I'm so in love with it, and I can't wait to see her outfit. I can't wait to see her outfit. Just a taste. Just yeah, a taste ooh, so far, ooh, but I want to see that ooh. full thing. I'm so excited. Well, in this episode, Jessica and I are going to explain Agatha, right? Not Agnes anymore. She is Agatha. Oh, what Agatha. her plan is, what that book was, uh, mm -hmm. what Pietro's appearance in the post credit scene means. Yeah, if, if you haven't watched it yet, there is a post credit scene in the middle of the credits. Go watch it. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Monica's powers, and we're going to talk about the meaning of that next antidepressant commercial that... I was able to shockingly predict accurately in a video earlier this week. <laughs> oh, bro, good job. It was a Everyone on my Twitter was like, Voss is always right. And I was Not like, always. when isn't he? But, oh, okay. I feel like uh, your record, though, wrong. is like so many rights. So More many rights than I would expect. Um, You're right. You were right. That I was so mad about the Sparky thing because I was like, oh, my God, Voss. Wow freaking said it i was like boss well i don't i don't <laughs> want it to be right i you know if a dog is gonna die on screen you'd want it to be natural causes unfortunately she did murder it we're gonna talk about why she murdered him though yeah let's talk about it um now tomorrow will be my in-depth shot by shot breakdown of all the easter eggs you missed in the episode now if you happen to be in the comments of this video and you see someone says eric missed this detail jessica forgot to say this if you see that, you have my permission to yell at that person because this isn't the damn breakdown. That is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, People don't get it. it. They'll still do it. People don't get stuff. It's fine. It's tough but you can yell at me. <laughs> I am wearing our new latest Obsession shirt. It's an unusual couple. It's got secret augmented reality Easter eggs. It's amazing. We still have some, but uh, supplies are running out. You can still get one at newrockstarsmerch.com. But the real cool thing is if you get the shirt, you get the opportunity to write in a custom shout out that will appear at the bottom of these Inside Marvel episodes. Let's see, who do we have down there? Von Crest asks, what are the possibilities that the cameo is Baron Mordo? The show is going to lead up mm -hmm. to Doctor Strange. Good point, good point. We have some thoughts the cameo this episode michael lombardo asks uh or says love you guys thanks mike uh do you think evan peters is sticking around for phase four we need a speedster wanda the uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll talk more about Pietro as well. And then Tom Hoppin says, CMBR are the new cosmic rays. Hello, Fantastic Four. I mean, one would think mm -hmm. by uh, Monica mm -hmm. Tom Hobbit, Hoppin. I almost said Tom Hopkins. Tom Hoppins. Hopping all over it. Senor Scratchy over there, Tom Hop. Uh, now, we are simulcasting this live on Stereo. You can get this app for free and follow us at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. If you're listening to us on Stereo now, stick around for a bonus segment at the end of the show in which we're going to react to your voicemails in real time. If you missed this live broadcast, you can catch us next week at 8 a.m. Pacific, Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. 
So uh, let's actually take a question right now from our stereo listeners. We have one queued up right now. Here we go. What in the world else do you think this woman, Agatha, could be controlling now? Ah, very good question. Set to the Avengers theme back there. What okay, else that's what is I Agatha thought. I was controlling? like, <laughs> um, so yeah, Jessica, our first WTF. Wanda the f- has Agnes, aka Agatha Harkness, been doing all along. Jessica and I are going to talk about this together. So, Jessica, first off, I think let's catch everyone up. When Wanda goes down to Agnes's creepy basement, Agnes steps out and reveals her true identity as Agatha Harkness. Mm. Uh, that the was probably reveal in the world coolest reveal Ugh. in the world uh Catherine Hahn has been crushing it we knew something was suspicious Ugh. about her we knew from the moment she was announced as a nosy neighbor that she might actually be Agatha Harkness mm. uh her name seems like an amalgamation of those two first and last name right mm-hmm. um in the comics Agatha Harkness is the witch who often accompanies Wanda she was there in the West Coast Avengers storyline that we keep referencing and uh after she gets thwarted she keeps showing back up again and again and again uh, most of the time it's in a role of uh, some kind of nefarious entity that's manipulating Wanda, uh, but sometimes um, a neutral uh, chaotic figure who doesn't, might kind of be on Wanda's side and some stuff, but either way, she is a witch. She often is putting her in spells, wiping her memory, that kind of thing. You know, doing witch things, wiping her doing, memory. You know, you know witches. Witch, witch is going to witch. Uh, <laughs> now, witch. This episode has, as we were talking about, that monster-style uh, credit sequence, and it reframes all of this as Agatha's show, actually. Agatha all along. Mm-hmm. And Jessica, did you hear this? I think that was Catherine Hahn singing the female part of that. That's what I thought. Yeah. I haven't been able to, like, confirm that online, though, but I did think about that, because Ag- uh, Agatha, Catherine Hahn does have a background in music, so I was yeah, like... Yeah, she's a great singer. Uh, so she's like, not a great singer in Step Brothers, unfortunately. It's so funny to um, see her pretend not to be able to sing because she's got pipes. Mm-hmm. And that's she can actually sing. And then she's yeah. in um, Central Park on Apple TV if you guys haven't seen it because it's Ooh, really good. And she's a great singer in that. But yes, keep going. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, we see her hover down in this black witch dress, black boots, and then she warps reality before we see the full costume. But that costume mm-hmm. is going to be sick when we see it next episode or the oh one after. Oh my god, I'm so excited. And then we see her warping reality. She is warping the reality using her violet magic uh, into this 50s reality moments before she knocked on Wanda's door. Uh, and then we see all these moments throughout the series that Agnes has been a bit suspicious. Like we see her unleashing Senor Scratchy during the magic show in episode two. Mm. We see her kind of like triggering Herb to malfunction. Interestingly, we see her picnicking on their lawn when Pietro knocks on the door with magic mm-hmm. kind of pushing him in there, suggesting that at least the two of them are in cahoots or that they're working together in some way. But it looks like she was kind of compelling him to that yeah. front door. Um, then we see her in the car when she's talking with Vision last episode, clearly faking it, like, I'm ready for my close-up. And then mm-hmm. she says she killed Sparky the dog. Oh, come on. Oh, it hurt, but it was it also so good. It was satisfying <laughs> to get some closure there. So, and then she straight up just turned and said, and I killed Sparky too. I said, okay, give her the Academy Award. Yeah. Give her the Oscar. I, I was loved, like, I'm tired of this. She needs uh, awards, yeah. She Give was an Emmy. sitting Damn. behind the camera during the interview segment from this episode, <gasps> which we had heard the yes. voice of the director, uh, and it yes. sounded like it was a male voice, but it might have been her doing like a... She was doing it like an octave low. I re- when I rewatched uh-huh. it, I was like, this is definitely Katherine Hahn just doing a lower Isn't that voice. awesome? <laughs> I love that. I love her. This episode is so... It's, so it's cool. People are like, it's a filler episode, but I'm like, I don't no care way. if it was a filler episode. Catherine Hahn just straight up ruined the yeah. game with this. Like, yeah. she... Filler, the way ah! cream is filler in an Oreo. Yeah, so we need it. We need it. That's need all we it. want. Now, the implication, Jessica, is that everything bad in Westview, maybe even the hex itself, was actually Agatha's creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Wanda must have some control because it seemed like it was her decision to expand the hex, freeze everything last episode. Episode. But for reasons we'll talk about, I think that decision could have been one that was, in a way, an extension of what Agatha wanted. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Agatha apparently lied about being a victim to Vision in order to get him to try to leave, right? Which would lead to Wanda expanding the hex. Did Agatha oh, want the hex to be expanded? Okay. Or did Agatha just want Vision okay. to get the F out of there? 
What do you think? Okay. Why do you think she lied to Vision last episode, Jessica? Oh my god. Well, now that you said that, now I see that happening. But that seems too intricate for her to know that that was going to happen. That she would expand the bubble. Okay. Maybe she thought that she could also be like... Because um, I wouldn't have been like, I'm going to lead him out there so she makes it bigger. I would be like, I'm going to lead her out there so he she goes out there and destroys the world outside. Ooh, I what like if that. Agatha is stuck in the bubble too and she's trying to get out the bubble so she needs... Uh, she needs... Ma oh my god, I keep doing this. She needs Wanda to do something just drastic so she can get out yeah um there because there has to be some sort of hold that's connected like that because it, it it's too messy to be like oh yeah. hopefully he'll fall on the ground and then she'll expand this world <laughs> yeah you're right that probably is one too many steps to plan but but i get but i, I get it i get it yeah. though I'm what if like uh she just wanted vision to leave like now that the kids are born mm -hmm. now the kids are their powers are manifesting she doesn't need vision and him questioning everything and him confusing uh wanda like that is why she brought in pietro to try to control Wanda a bit better to keep her there while she can try to get these kids from her. Because clearly Pietro wanted the kids too. He was trying to get in there and, and wedge yeah. between the relationship. In that case, I feel like she's just like now breathing underwater, um, Agnes, because she's just like, now she's like, okay, this machine is here. I was expecting just like, because now we have like two villains. We have Hayward and now we have Agnes for sure. So it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like there's so many hands now that they're just like, if she's trying to get him out, she's doing a horrible job of doing so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what her connection to Vision would be because she's right. just like, every time she talks to him, it's a mess. But there is something she's like leeching onto Wanda to get in or get out of something. I yeah. think, and I also think it's just Agnes now. I do not think there's another person. Okay. We can get into that yeah, later. yeah, we'll get into that. Um, now I think you bring up a good point with Hayward, Jessica, because uh, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if Agnes slash Agatha and Hayward, I, I kind of feel like they are not on the same page. That they're they're both not trying to exploit mm -hmm. Wanda and slash Vision for different reasons. I think Hayward is trying to exploit Vision. Wanda interfered with that, and that uh, mm -hmm. Agatha used Wanda's rage over Hayward doing that to try mm -hmm. to exploit her further now with this hex. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, Agnes and Hayward are, are working together. I might I might be wrong. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it could be helping, or it could be helping um, Agatha and whatever she's trying to do ultimately. She's probably like, oh, they're really messing with her. Like, I'm mm -hmm. messing with her, but they are, like, really messing with mm -hmm. her. Yeah. So she could be just, like, feeding off that and luring her out there. But then, like, she turned away Monica. Right. She literally turned away Monica and said, well, I guess Monica was going to tell her the truth uh -huh. and make the world crumble. So she was like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. Not in my, not in my hex. Well, but... it's interesting because Agatha does kind of reveal herself now. She shows her cards. She and I was wondering why now. I'm thinking, Jessica, maybe it's because she now has the kids. It's too late. She has what yeah. she wants. It's too late for Wanda to do anything about it. And it's interesting. There's that little moment where she tells the camera, I did bite a kid once. Uh, yeah. So does that mean that she's trying to consume these kids? Like a classical uh, yeah. witch, Hansel and Gretel, she's trying to eat them? Or uh, could it be like just a, a sign of her being hostile to the kids and that this could be connected to something else? The the whole Truly. Unleash Hell demon spawn and that we're seeing an adaptation of the these kids are part of Mephisto's soul and Agatha's part so, of that. Yeah, we're getting the world now of like um, Agatha is the villain. I, I didn't yeah. really necessarily think think agatha was the villain in the comics i was more so just like oh she's helping her she's kind she's of helping a, her yeah her she's kind way. of a conduit she's, uh in the comics yeah I would say. so i was like i uh, when we knew that she was going to be in there i was like oh she's probably helping wanda like i kept being mm -hmm. like maybe it's this maybe she is bad but maybe she's ultimately working for someone else mm -hmm. so she's not the villain and now that she clearly it's like it's her all along and she <laughs> no, is the villain no i was there. like <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so she is bad. So they could be piecing together because this isn't going to be exactly like the comic books. No, so they not. could be using some of the like, because when we saw the insects, I was like, oh, it could be Nightmare or Mephisto. But then I was also like, it's also just like a witch and devil trait of having like cicadas and a rabbit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what if this is just agnes and they're taking things that kind of lean mephisto kind of lean nightmare but it's just agnes see i read that that uh, cicada as like silence of the lambs like clary starling oh. in um in the house seeing <laughs> yeah. the moth and Hello, being like Clarice. that's the this is a guy in that moment of like i need to go check downstairs and see what's going on in the there. basement yeah. oh that's nice uh, i truly was like oh she changed these kids into an insect and a rabbit <laughs> <laughs> you're the one of them already wants he, a rabbit i was like i was also like i was when i rewound it and looked at that rabbit because i was like okay 
that rabbit is one of the children. What is it doing that's weird? And it was just like nibbling on the grass. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a child. Well, I have a theory about that. Um, but we got to yeah. talk about this book, Jessica. Um, in my eyes... The Darkhold. This has got to be The Darkhold, yeah. So It has to be, yeah. Uh, for anyone wondering, The Darkhold is the Marvel Book of the Dead. Uh, it's kind of like the ancient spell book that is tied with all the supernatural stuff in the Marvel Universe. It's appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, I think it was in the Runaways too, but uh, this has a different cover, a different design with like interesting mm -hmm. symbols on it. Um, mm -hmm. Now, here's my thinking, Jessica. When we saw Doctor okay. Strange a couple years ago, some people believe that one of the books in the Camartage Library could be the Darkhold. It would make sense. That's kind of the library that contains all the spell books. Um, and if that is the case, if this is connected to the sorcerer's side of, uh, of the MCU, it might be based in eldritch magic. We just did a big question episode a couple weeks ago about the different kinds oh. of magic in the MCU. And that might oh. explain the hexagon because the eldritch magic yeah. is all based on geometric shapes and just interesting geometric shapes. And oh, then in this case, the hexagon okay. could represent dark magic connected to the, the oh. eldritch uh, way of looking at things. Um, oh. Do you think that's it? Or are they saying this is going to be a whole new different kind of magic in the MCU? Well, when you say like that, that's the thing. When you say like that, I believe you. <laughs> when, you when you say, hey, when you say anything, I believe you should be a lawyer. Um, I believe. <laughs> I tried <laughs> to. I right gave now. up. Go to law school. <laughs> oh, God. Voss, never give up. Oh, you can do but both. if I didn't give up, <laughs> I wouldn't do... be here with you talking about one. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. I, there's always legally, time to go back to law for school. Disney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I no, I believe that. That's a good theory. I was more so. I didn't even think about what I was thinking about when I saw that book. Immediately, I was like, okay, now they have their ties to Doctor Strange. Also, are we sure that he has the book? I know in the comics he has the book, but like in the MCU. He might not have the book, and that's why, like, well, Agatha has it. Yeah, right now. <laughs> the Darkhold hasn't been established in the MCU Prime uh -huh. as of, until yet, unless you consider Agents of Shield part of the MCU. There's yeah. a case to be made there, but in the main MCU, that uh, Kevin Feige, this is the first time a Kevin Feige produced property has had the Darkhold in it. So that's uh, yeah. they can kind of okay. do whatever they want with it now. I think I understand thinking that he, I don't know, maybe he lost it <laughs> yeah i mean there Maybe were he lost the most important book in history I, well i think the idea is that like you know if, if caecilius's gang could break into that library and steal the book of cagliostro yeah. and, and tear out a page about dealing with like dark dimension spells like the security there kind of sucks <laughs> yeah if yeah i'm sure agatha could break in and take that i mean wong's back. just sitting there listening um, to beyonce on uh, an ipod while yeah. strange oh, yeah. is oh, yeah, flipping yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah. taking stuff so i feel like anybody oh could, yeah you know, oh my yeah. god they definitely could have taken the book but yeah that makes sense yeah. but also i feel like um with the hex magic the dark magic you i think this book has a lot to do with the whole nexus commercial yeah um and okay. so i will probably get into that we'll more into that. but i was mainly just like watching it and i was like after seeing the nexus commercial i was like oh yeah 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 every kind of like really powerful being can go there got it got it got it mm -hmm. and then we got the dark hold book and i was like okay so are we connecting this to dr strange blade i hope so like everything now i hope blade gets brought well, in through this dark blade too. has to get that book yeah look blade's gonna get that book Blade's gonna get that book. Ooh, and he's gonna do it and my husband's gonna do his spells <laughs> <laughs> blade is my husband i said it now and i want that to be known through oh my world. god if ralph <laughs> is just mahershal ali as blade it would make no sense ooh, ooh, but ooh. i would lose my damn mind Oh, I'm gonna flip my day. The people on stereo can't see how much I'm reacting to this right now, but <laughs> what? What? I would. I don't know how I would read. I don't know how. Like, okay, I don't know how to explain this, but when like Agatha came out, when Agatha came out and was just like, "Oh, honey, you're you thought you're the only magical person I here." I. I like I resurrected it was uh -huh. like seeing wicked live when they did oh. like defying gravity oh, it was yeah. like RuPaul's Drag Race when Sasha Valore ripped off her wig and the roses fell I truly was so <laughs> shook I, I uh move. yeah Kelly and I just watched Wizard of Oz this week uh, rewatched it uh just because we mm -hmm. hadn't seen it forever oh, it's so great it's such a classic Margaret Hamilton is amazing in oh that movie God. and it's like now watching you can definitely see some uh, notes of that in Catherine Hahn's yeah. performance of just like I don't Ooh. give a f you know it's yeah. so great what? and she kills a dog 
unhinge my jaw and like scream like a snake i don't know why that would be the case i would to this because it was amazing someone on twitter said um the witches of westview and it like hurt me and now it's stuck to me and i was like this is a good <laughs> it's pretty much <laughs> let's it. make it into a spinoff yeah. disney hell yeah all right jessica let's talk about wanda and pietro because pietro has been oh, kind of no. dominating the conversation in recent weeks he does pop up in this post credit scene i hope you guys all saw it mm-hmm. it's it's monica snooping down in the agatha's basement the show puts the shutter doors, and then he goes, Snooper's gonna snoop, which I love Snooper's it. Snooper's gonna snoop. Uh, and then we cut to black. Um, and we also saw during that Munster's credit sequence that it was Agatha who brought Pietro to Wanda's door. Mm. So it would suggest that, at the very least, Agatha and Pietro are working together. Doesn't necessarily mean that Pietro himself is like Nightmare or Mephisto. He could just be a kind of puppet upon a tool used by Agatha. But for now, at least, it seems that Evan Peters is not Quicksilver from the X-Men franchise that Marvel's not jumping to that yet. And this is just kind of Agatha's stunt casting trick. Uh, How do you feel about that, Jessica? Do you think fans are going to accept that? It sucks. I will say that as a fan, I was truly like, oh, this is going to be fun. Can't wait to see where he goes. But after seeing him appear, she obviously like, and also that episode where he showed up and knocked on the door, Wanda was like very sympathetic and was like, I didn't make this happen. Mm -hmm. During the fight, she was like, I don't know who's at the door. So it was clearly Agatha created this being Mm -hmm. based off of her brother, put him in there and was just like, boop, here you go. And so that's why I think she's just a min- is like a minion created by Agatha to mm-hmm. like torment, but also to work for Agatha. It's just yeah. a, a whatever. She could have done it episodes ago, but like mm-hmm. she needed it in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the fun part is like, why did she choose the Quicksilver from like the Sony versus or from the Fox? The Quicksilver from yeah, from uh. the Fox, yeah, from the Fox versus like the MCU's Quicksilver, and it's I was like maybe she didn't know what Pietro actually looked like, so she yeah like, created this. I think one. it's a nod to like Agnes being a witch, Agatha Harkness being a witch. Mm-hmm. You can kind of yeah, transcend reality. They mentioned Nexus. We'll talk about what that means, but I think there still might be a multiversal connection here. I'm not saying that they're gonna bring in you the think? Fox X Men so soon, but I think it's implied that she can kind of see us, that she can talk to us. And she's winking directly at us, and that's what Evan Peters is all I about. I, if he shows up more, I'm very here yeah. for it. But realistically, I was like, he's going to die with the Hex. Yeah. Like, as soon as the Hex goes, he goes, I think too. So. And we're never going to see him again. And then we might see Aaron Taylor-Johnson in, like, later. That'd be cool. Because, I mean... Yeah, I think Kevin Feige's mutant universe. plan. And I went to this in a video earlier this week. I just don't think he's going to own up to every weird movie and plot point that happened in the Fox X-Men yeah. franchise. He Absolutely. has his own mutant plan. That's going to be great. And I think at the end of the day, it's going to be better than what we saw. There's yeah. some great oh, movies. I'm very Jessica excited. and I talked about this in Big Question this week. Some great movies of X-Men First Class, the very first X-Men. There's some oh, definitely worth watching, so but it's of a different so era. Good. And Feige's looking forward. He's mm-hmm. not looking backward, I don't think. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait till we get our hands on it. It's going to be so much... Like it's gonna it's be gonna great. Be great. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the rabbit, Senior Scratchy, and how he connects with it. Ooh, so the rabbit comes back, scratchy. greater importance. Uh, you know, when he came up in episode two, we were talking about how he could be reference to Old Scratch, which is a nickname for the devil. But Agatha's son is Nicholas Scratch, so it could just yeah. as easily be that. Um, do we think that uh, this? What do you think this rabbit's gonna end up being, Jessica? I'm such an idiot. I know so much about Nicholas Scratch because he's just like. He becomes basically a bad guy, uh, essentially, in the comic books. But, like, or depending on who you think is bad, I think he's a bad mm-hmm. guy. Because uh, <laughs> he kind of throws his mom under the bus. Yeah. But um, I'm so stupid because it wasn't until someone on Twitter was like, yeah, Nicholas Scratch, Senior Scratchy. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even put those two together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it's just a nod to her son. Because what would, what would the perks be of bringing him into the universe? I mean, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think it's either a nod a question, or like but... it could be both. Like it could be a. I'm not off the Mephisto mm. train yet. Yeah, I think it's more the devil than it is her yeah. son. I think it's more a spiritual thing than it is mm-hmm. her child. Now, um, and here's why I think this, Jessica. The basement, this basement was covered with all these vines, and they seem to be stemming mm. from these purple flowers that were all over her yard. She was wearing purple this episode. That is the color of Agatha. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking these plants could be the Wundagore Everbloom. This is Agatha's plant that grows in her yard. And in the Tom King Vision comics, that's the plant that Sparky the dog eats or has eaten by the time Virginia has killed the dog. And then she finds this plant in his remains in his stomach. And then she eats this plant and it allows you to see visions of the future, see projections of what life could be. 
as you feel pain, as you cry. And I wonder if that could tie into what the spell is, what this hex is on Wanda is like this plant. Because think about it. Uh, the mm-hmm. first time she walks up to their house, she brings a house plant to them and it has a purple ribbon around it. Uh, yeah. And throughout, this plant stays in their house. It warps with the house. Uh, and then uh, when Billy is feeding the rabbit, he's feeding it like leaves of a plant. Uh, right next to the dark hold, there was a, a more leafy plant right there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe Sparky was digging around in the yard and started to eat those, and that's why Agatha killed him. Oh yeah, that. Oh, why would you grow that outside then? You're, <laughs> You're just asking for a dog to come eat your your. Well, drug maybe plants. you could assume that your neighbors should keep their dogs on a leash, as that you should, true. residents of North Hollywood. Leash your dogs. <laughs> leash your dogs, no hope. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is so funny. This is when they start putting up the signs that are like, beware of dog, or like, yeah. d- 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 get your dog off my lawn. This <laughs> is just Clint Eastwood. Get, get your dog, dog off my lawn. So, you can stand on my lawn, not your that's, dog. I'm a cat person. Yeah, that dog definitely was eating those drug plants, and she was like, eh, 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 nope, nope, nope. and then zipped, zipped him, him to death. No, 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 zipped, zipped him to death. death. Um, yeah, I could completely, that's like such a huge nod of you digging so deep that I'm sure that people are probably missing. They're probably like, oh, yeah, it's just like, its own dungeon hey, hell. Of course, this is a witch's layer. It's just the top layer of this seven layer bean dip of how far I'm gonna dig, babies. Uh, tomorrow's video. I got dig. so many clues that I'm finding in here. I'm gonna so you funny. definitely dig, dig, dig and yet yeah, I hate all you. the way to hell. You're a mole. <laughs> it's a uh, Groundhog Day. Was like two weeks ago. <laughs> now let's continue to talk about the production design of this basement. So there were hexagons containing these weird odd symbols, um, and there were bones everywhere, animal remains. And there were statue faces on the walls. And Jessica, there was an animal skull that looked like, at first I thought it was a goat. I think it's, it's a ram. It's not scratchy. Oh, oh. <laughs> what'd you say? Or a scratch? I was like, it's not. I was like, it's not the dog. No, it's not the dog. But it looks like a ram. <laughs> at first, I'm like, is this Baphomet? Is this like a demonic kind of like thing? Mm, when you see yeah. a curved, horned animal skull on a wall, your first thought is satanic ritual. Yeah, she's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> And I think the question that we have to talk about, Jessica, is she is the villain here. It was Agatha all along. But yeah. is she working alone? Because Paul Bettany's interview came yeah. out this week from Esquire suggesting that some unknown actor still has not been revealed. Someone he's going to have fireworks yeah. with. And in this episode, it looks less likely that WandaVision is going to explore X-Men and more likely that it's going to explore dark magic. And I know there are some rumors out there that this villain is going to be Nightmare. I think that's possible. I'd just say based on this episode and last episode, Wanda says she's not asleep. And I think the idea of sleep versus awake is very big deal to Nightmare. Uh, Wanda's Mm. awake right now. She's just under a trance. And I think as we're getting more and more into witchcraft and the satanic imagery and the Darkhold... This is the realm of Mephisto. <laughs> and it doesn't mean he's the one behind it all. I think Agatha is behind it all. Um, but yeah. I just think this could be something she did to please her partner. I think she is linked with mm. someone else we have not seen. I feel like she has a partner, but I don't know how big they are. They have to do with this, yeah. but they might appear. Like, I, I don't know. Especially when they, I'm not saying that they don't do this, but to put the song, it was Agatha all along, and then be like, yeah. also her partner. No, I agree. I'd be like, wait a minute, you just said the totally song. Totally agree, totally <laughs> you agree. just said in the And song. I prefer Catherine Hahn being the big bad of this series, because she's so great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to undercut her, you know, insidiousness. I'm just saying, like, she could have it. She must have some kind of silent partner yeah. uh, behind the scenes. And that doesn't mean that silent partner has to be important to what happens in the plot mm. of the story going forward. It could just be, like, a voice on the other side of the shadow that she is communing with as she's reading this Darkhold book. But I think there the evidence is still there. If, if all yeah. you uh, Mephisto Mephisto heads, I'm one of you. I think we still have two <laughs> big episodes you coming. Mephi- Mephister girls. Mephisterhood, um, as Tommy Beck told Coin. The Mephisterhood? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, that's funny. I think what I will predict is that she will get out of the hex. She will um, not prevail, so to speak, but she won't die within the hex. And then we'll get like a little like after credit scene of her going back to her hovel, wherever she is um, in the mountains. And maybe we see either the demon that like helped create Wanda or we see Mephisto or we see that. And that's like that nod that's like, oh, this is going to be coming into the MCU eventually. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know. I think this is going to be like this is all Agatha. Let's she's the queen. And then 
maybe we'll see like oh here's a little bit i i I don't think they're gonna like how you said i don't think they're gonna undercut her being the star right now right it's and we also only have two episodes you can't add too much you can't add too much yeah and it's the same thing of like when you're watching any kind of fiction or reading any kind of story um there's like you know any kind of epic myth there are the mm-hmm. earthbound heroes and villains that are fighting each other, but there are the gods up in the heavens and the demons down below yeah. who are using them as champions. The ones we relate to are the earthbound heroes, but that doesn't deny the existence of these divine forces yeah. that are trying to at least observe and pick a winner and bet mm-hmm. on a winner. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want uh, anyone else to be the villain other than Agatha right now because she's so great. Yeah, truly. Um, in terms of, like, the story mechanics. But she could have a silent partner that she's either trying to please mm-hmm. or overthrow or whatever it is. And if she and does have a silent partner, I, I kind of feel like the evidence is there for it to be Mephisto. Again, you can't throw that crap in here, for me at least. I'll be pissed if it's Nightmare, because you, you just gave us the dark hole. Right. You literally just gave us the most demonic thing in the mm. universe. And how are you going to be like, psych, it's Nightmare. I'm going to be like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. The truth is, Jessica, and I'm not, I'm not encouraging anyone to do this. I have been told that there are some leaks that are out there. And these leaks oh, are not leaks. They're most of the time they're just like people who go on 4chan and say stuff and claim to be an inside source, and then mm. they're taken as real, and then like people believe them even when they're wrong. It's like it's like QAnon shit. Sometimes they make some general statements that are easily proven right, and I think Nightmare was tied into one of those, and that's why people are saying, "Oh, it's okay. Nightmare." But I, I don't it's know. also fun to just ignore those. Please do ignore those because <laughs> I I literally ignore it. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm going to watch this and be stunned on my yeah. own. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We uh, are going to continue with uh, the Nexus with what happened to Monica because a lot of other stuff happened this episode. First, we want to thank some friends who helped us make it. Our friends at ExpressVPN, thank you for sponsoring this episode. So Netflix hides thousands of shows from you based on your location, right? And then they have the nerve to increase their prices on you. Starting at the end of this month, what? they're going to raise their prices again. And instead of canceling your <gasps> subscription protest... Here's what I recommend you do. Get your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do. So what's on Netflix in your country is completely different from what someone in the UK or Japan has on theirs. And when you use ExpressVPN, you can control which country you want Netflix to think you're in. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. The newest season of Rick and Morty isn't on the US Netflix, but with just one tap of a button, ExpressVPN lets uh, me change my location to the UK so that I can watch it. Use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services, too, like uh, BBC iPlayer, which is free and only available in the UK. Uh, ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your iPhone, your tablet, your laptop, even smart TVs, so that you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. So be smart. Uh, stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting shows to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash WandaVision. Don't forget to use our link so that you can get those three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash WandaVision, expressvpn.com slash WandaVision to learn more. Uh, we also want to thank our friends at Bombas for sponsoring this episode. So Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. They have literally rethought every little detail in the socks that we wear to make them way more comfortable. I just got a few pairs of Bombas socks, and I love them. They're comfortable for walking around the house in just socks, or when I strap on some shoes and actually attempt to move about the world to walk Darla. Uh, But these socks do more than just keep my feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Because every pair of socks that you purchase from Bombas, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks through their nationwide effort of 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, uh, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes. A small comfort that's actually uh, very especially important right now. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash marvel. That's B-O-M-B-A-S 
dot com slash marvel for 20 percent off your first purchase bombas.com slash marvel and lastly we want to thank our friends at stereo for sponsoring us we know you have a ton of questions and a whole bunch of theories about this episode and we're going to address a lot of them in our bonus q a segment that will only be on stereo jessica and i are live on stereo as we record this stereo is this fun audio app with live social conversations that we've been having a blast with lately new rock stars has three weekly shows on the app including this live inside Marvel taping every Friday and after we're wrapped on the YouTube show Jessica and I are going to answer all of our stereo listeners questions that we can get to uh join us every Monday Wednesday and Friday over on the stereo app for new rockstars three new shows so we got this one and then new rockstars news with me and Philip on Wednesdays and then our editor show on Mondays download the stereo app and follow us at stereo.com slash new rockstars or click that link in the description again that's stereo.com slash new rockstars we're having a great time on stereo follow new rock stars and get notified every time we go live all right we're gonna go back to this episode here all right. jessica we have another wanda the fuck that we're gonna take from stereo let's see what they said you were right about the commercial what do you think it means what is nexus so weirdly <laughs> yeah i uh you know i made this prediction in a video earlier this week uh, to, to anyone asking i don't work for marvel marvel doesn't give me anything they don't tell me anything yes he does He's being I nice, he's I being did. courtous, but he hey, gets the spoilers. If I did, said, I wouldn't be wrong leaks, but he's the leaking. The time. He's the leak. He's the, the leak, leak in the faucet. I'm M. M. Anon. Oh Manon. my god. He's the gossip girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, really, this is a prediction I just made based off of the themes on the show. And like, I don't know, I studied a lot of journalism and advertising in college and you kind of know based oh off of what the history so of advertising is in this country, how they target ads at women. And the one ad missing from that trend was a pharmaceutical antidepressant ad that's been dominating advertising for the past 15 years. And that's knowing true. that the show's all about Wanda's mental health, it's like, how are they not going to include an ad like that? It's like SNL, all their ad uh, parodies are based off of these antidepressants. Yeah. So. Or shingles. So Nexus, let's talk about Nexus, Jessica, because Nexus mm -hmm. uh, is, you know, a reference to the fact that Wanda Maximoff is a Nexus being. She is not yeah. tied down to any one reality. She can connect to all yeah. kind of realities. That's how House of M works, is that she is kind of the mm -hmm. fulcrum on which all these at, all these realities get flipped. And she stays the constant. But does she know that? I don't think she knows it at this point. Someone's going to have to explain. So how do you think that's going to get revealed to her, Jessica? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> the show is about answers. <laughs> and I straight up said, I don't know. At least I have the courage and bravery to say that I, I'm... I don't know. I, I okay. So there's a couple ways uh -huh. this could go, but I think a, a main one is maybe later down the line when we start talking more about Doctor Strange, because mm -hmm. Doctor Strange definitely knows he is, and he knows about the Nexus realities. Like he's aware of it probably, and the math of like I have to be here, you have to be here, two can live in this part at this time. Like I'm sure he's aware. So maybe he's the one that explains that to Wanda. Ooh. I feel like Wanda's gonna learn about it eventually, uh -huh. but we're I don't know if she's gonna learn about it in WandaVision. There's not enough time now for her to get like a rundown of maybe I mean unless unless Agatha tells her. Unless Agatha tells her. I think her. that'd be a pretty um revealing thing to tell uh Wanda that she has that level of power. Um, because I think at this point, she's like, you're in my clutches. There's mm. nothing you can do. I will tell you my evil plan, and that information yeah. will be used to yeah. blow up in my face. Ooh, why did I put an off switch here? Why did I tell you you were a Nexus being? Damn it, I'm a jack-in-the-box now. <laughs> That's truly that. She'll probably do that, honestly. <laughs> but then I feel like Wanda won't be surprised. She'll be like, yeah, I know. I created an entire <laughs> world. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I mean, aware. this uh, the fact that it shows up in a commercial is interesting, right? Because it means that mm -hmm. Wanda so it seems like all these commercials have been from Wanda's subconscious that this is her subconscious speaking back to her the, this is the pain that she's yeah. been trying to cover up but it leaks through in these commercial breaks so the memory of the, of the Stark bombshell that didn't blow up Hydra's brainwashing uh, uh, Lagos getting all the people that she accidentally killed there uh, and then you know the yo magic yogurt That's that to me is like the hardest one to interpret but Nexus, clearly they're saying like reality can be whatever you want it uh, because the world doesn't sit around you or does it? Yeah. And I think... Or does it? Yeah, That's that like... tells us that like this is going to also be a bit of House of M and that by the end of this, Wanda mm -hmm. will probably set up some kind of multiverse, right, in the MCU. Um, 
It's just True. Pietro isn't evidence of the multiverse yet. It's kind of like we get we keep getting yeah. these fake outs, right? Mysterio was from the multiverse. Ah, uh-uh, just kidding. Pietro uh-huh. clearly Evan Peters, uh, Quicksilver from the Fox franchise. <laughs> no, just kidding. I think there's going to be. I think the way this hex expands and then warps all of the world mm. will be kind of a way that she shows her abilities as a nexus being. I feel like every commercial is hitting a lot harder every mm-hmm. time. It progressively hits deeper. Because when I heard that Hydra Soak one, I was like, damn, they're just like <laughs> punching us in the face with it. And then the Yo Magic, I was like, okay, damn, we get it. She's a survivor. Like, stop making her relive the hardest parts. And then this one is just like, the world doesn't revolve around India. you. Or does it? And it's like, wow, okay, so she, now you can control anything yeah. you want. So I feel like as she progressively gets more, like, later into the show, we're going to get, like, commercials that are just rough as hell. Like, the last one's just going to be like, you can kill everyone if you want. Do it. You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> yeah, you can leave your friends behind. Murder everybody. Now, just to give some people a little context in Marvel Comics about what Nexus oh, beings yeah. are. So Scarlet Witch is one of them. But also, uh, Jean Grey is one of them, another Omega-level mutant who can kind of rewrite oh. reality. Vision, in certain comics, oh, yeah, is. Yeah, Kang is. the Conqueror is a Nexus being. Mm. Because what that means is that the rules of one particular timeline or reality uh, do not confine them. That they can kind of exist outside, separate, within the time stream. And we're going to meet Kang the Conqueror in uh, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. And I think we're going to get some uh, definitions about what Nexus beings mean to the MCU in Loki. Because Loki has a time variance authority. You could very easily see Owen Wilson as uh, Mobius and Mobius uh, talking to Loki. Maybe Loki could be defined as a Nexus being in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, he's not typically, but in the way the MCU is going to do it, he absolutely could be someone who's detached from timelines now. Because it's also just, it's like... It's someone that's just like, you can be a necromancer mm-hmm. or just like a hexer or just someone with intense magical abuse. It's like any yeah. magic, <laughs> really dark, good But just magic. know when you hear the word nexus, that means multiverse. Uh, that is a word with X yes, in it, it that is. you can actually look at that letter X as meaning uh, time to move to another universe. So it's exciting to hear the word nexus because I was worried that they weren't going to explore multiverse with the way they seem to be uh, casting Pietro in this. But we're... Back in There's the so much stuff that happens in the Nexus, yeah. too, that they'll probably not get into. But if you read the comics, there's just so much shit that happens in the Nexus that it's like, oh, only the cool of the cool <laughs> can get into the Nexus. Um, now, by the way, if you are looking for some really, really in-depth WandaVision theory discussion in between these new Rockstars video drops, we have an awesome Discord server where pretty much 24-7 clues are being discovered, conversations are happening, connections are being made. I call it Takes Too Hot for YouTube. Uh, and you can join the Discord community <laughs> by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash newrockstars. Exclusive to uh, our generous patrons. And it's such a cool place to chat about this. All right, our next one of the f- Jessica, Monica. We got to talk about Monica. <laughs> she seems to be powered up now. What happened in this cool moment where she was going through the there. barrier? What was that? Oh my God, I yeah. loved it. I was so mad a little bit that I was like, oh yeah, she, it's because in um, one of the comics, she gets it by like, destroying not a weapon but just some giant oh my god Mm -hmm. i vaguely like she destroys it it explodes the combustion with that she gets her powers so i was like oh it's gonna be the truck when the truck explodes it's gonna like because she made the truck to her liking she's gonna it's gonna explode she's gonna get powers and then when she the the truck flew backwards and she ran through it i was like oh my god she just (laughs) she wants to die like she's gonna run full Uh, force through this and she took uh off the helmet she took off her helmet and was like, I'm running full force. Jimmy was like, please don't. She was like, hold my beer. Watch this. Ran through. And so I I was, I was, love that moment, especially because her memories were going like timeline-wise. Yeah. They were like, we hear like everything from her. Some lines, some audio from Captain Marvel. We heard the voice of Nick like, Fury in there, uh-huh. which is cool. You're going to glow like you're yes, a Yes, exactly. And I was like, ooh, we're getting it. It was so fun to now be like, to finally see it and be like, we're getting her. She's in the MCU now. She has powers. You can tell yeah. by her eyes. <laughs> you can tell her by eyes her eyes. Her eyes glowed blue. And she was able to see inside mm-hmm. Westview in this weird electromagnetic yeah. spectrum. Like she could see the radiation for what it was in that moment, which I think was fascinating. You notice how in the post credit scene, her eyes were glowing purple then? So was she under the spell at that point? Do we want to talk about that really quick? What is that? What is, is it a spell or is it like, because I don't think, 
No, Agatha is stronger. Agatha is technically stronger than... Or Wanda. at least more in control. I don't know if she's stronger, but she knows what she's doing. That's true, yeah. More in control. Um, So, is she going to have them do her bidding? Or is she just going to make them unconscious? Uh-huh. Um, Step them out? Because maybe the next episode is Vision versus right. Agatha. We're going to see, like... Because she just these two are out of the picture now. Yeah. For I, a second. I don't know what happened. I happens. think... Uh, uh... We're going to see this battle with, uh, and it, I don't know if they're going to do Photon or Spectrum. I assume they're going to call her Photon just because her mom's call sign was Photon. Yeah, because the mom. Um, but, like, she's mm-hmm. going to be struggling against Agatha's sorcery. And while she might be able to match Wanda's yeah. sorcery, I don't think she can overwhelm Agatha's sorcery yet. And then I think Vision's going to have to arrive and Vision's yeah. going to at least break them free. We're going to see, like, a three-on-one battle or something like that. Maybe three-on-two. A three-on-two? But three on uh, this is exciting that, like, it just seems like... Going so now she's been through this radiation wall what three times there back and then back in yeah so that third time was the charm to fully yeah. awaken her uh, so do we think that she had a genetic predisposition is she gonna be a mutant or was it just like anyone who goes through the radiation this much will have that power I don't think it's anyone but I think she she's was special. special it sounds so corny but it is also like and it's a Disney movie so I think she was specific mm-hmm. there is something about her I don't know if it was some pre. Like, her DNA was already altered, but I don't think someone else could have, like, some random sword agent couldn't go through three times and then turn into some sort of right. superpower being. I think it was specifically Monica for something, but I don't know. Maybe spending so much time around Carol Downers it seems like some yeah, extra radiation. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But real quick, yeah, let's talk about this uh, mm. uh, Wanda the is uh swords history with captain marvel it seemed like her friend uh major goodner was like that's not all we're loyal to it seems like she was also lo- talking about carol danvers but notice how monica's reaction was mm-hmm. kind of like a mm, like mixed there so what do you think that was what is their history why are some people like ashamed to be friends with her whereas other people are still loyal i think it's just I think it's just Monica. I think everyone else loves Carol Danvers because everyone's like, yeah, we know how you feel about our Lord and Savior, Carol Danvers. And everyone else is like, or Monica's like, no, <laughs> like, mm, whatever. I think it's just between Monica and her. But I really do want to know what that beef between her and Monica is. I keep saying that it's just that her mom wasn't there during or she wasn't there during mm-hmm. her mom dying or something. But there has to be something yeah. more. She does not well, like think, her anymore. Yeah, there was some incident where, um, you know, she's like, you're going to have to glow like your Aunt Carol. Maybe, like, a, mm. like young Monica got irradiated at some point but didn't turn into uh, Captain Marvel or a version of yeah. Captain Marvel. And then that radiation gave her mom cancer. So she kind of blames Carol Danvers for that. that. That's, I yeah, I believe that completely. And that's why, because that would make sense why she's so, like, hard for, like, yeah. hating her. But, yeah, the answer to getting irradiated as a kid is just keep irradiating yourself. <laughs> just keep walking through a wall. And then maybe yeah. one day you'll be a you'll superhero. Be a let alone that's probably a lot of work and i would yeah. not want to do yeah. it but it's like a responsibility it's a great power but you know great responsibility <laughs> i want to lay on my couch <laughs> let's talk about major goodner this whole thing with one of the was a reveal oh, with yeah. monica's mystery engineer goodner doesn't seem like anyone special this wasn't it okay this so you think there's it. someone else this wasn't it. who built that no there's someone else okay. there's someone else it's it's someone else and i can't wait for blue marvel blue marvel Richards. let's get that guy in a movie <laughs> i did well i thought I don't know. I might be thinking like crazy. I put I pitched on Twitter. I was like, if it's not Reed Richards, why could it not be Blue Marvel? And then last night I saw a lot of other like nerd comedians being like, well, can't wait to see Blue Marvel. And I was like, okay, Blue Marvel's right your Mephisto just, now. Like, Everyone's gonna say, oh, here's Jessica with her Blue Marvel theories. <laughs> here's Jessica with her damn Blue Marvel. Okay, all I'm saying is it's Black History Month, and not only did they give us Monica becoming her superhero and me being like. Mm, but if they gave us Blue Marvel, that'd be even yeah. more. It would be eternally um, grateful. But I don't think it, this was it. I was also like, I was like, this isn't it. As soon as she showed up, I felt bad for this person because I was like, this isn't this. This yeah. isn't the person. <laughs> I was like, this is just the team delivering <laughs> it. How dare they tease the, us like uh, this? Uh, this whole thing of the, there's a theory that Goodner in that unit could be Skrulls. That's what, oh, I, I read something about that too online. And I was like, I get that. But also like, how are we supposed to guess that? Because Jimmy Woo wrote Scrolls in episode four, and then we're just supposed to remember <laughs> that Scrolls are important. Oh, he took notes from Eric Voss and wrote Scrolls over and over again. 
I would be okay with that if they like at the end all you see is her blink and it's like a scroll uh-huh. eye or something. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. See, I'm like... going with she's either this group is either a scroll or it's just a nothing burger that they weirdly built up for some reason. I guess it could be scrolls because they changed themselves to look like humans because yeah. Jimmy Woo's with them. You can't trust Woo. He does magic. Don't trust someone who does magic. Oh God! The, the 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 takeaway from this entire show is don't trust magic. Never never hire a magician <laughs> for weddings, you guys. So our sixth uh, one of the f- is this um, missing kid oh, on yeah. the milk carton. Did you catch this? So <laughs> I did, and I can't zoom in. You always choose things where I can't uh, yeah. zoom in on. <laughs> well, you can't really so see small. a name yet. I'll look into this more in the breakdown. But do you think this is connected with the way Wanda okay. brought kids into Westview? Oh, like the missing that those kids could kids. be like missing from real life, and then she sucked them in like a pied That'd piper be into so the dark. She's like, "I'll give you a home." Zoop. <laughs> and brought them in that'd be pretty dark that'd be i mean she is slinging Uh a corpse around so it would not surprise me that she is stealing children but then when the hex is done these children go back to being like sad and alone and lost i guess so or they just go back to their families like maybe i mean that would be a weird thing to show up in westview like a they would already have milk cartons printed out in the normal world that this kid's been missing. It's only been like, what, four or five days? Uh-huh. It probably is online by now, but I was like, I can't zoom in. Those things I are way too in. small. But you can pause. You can pause and pull the monitor up to your face. That's what I do. Oh, okay. I'm not even wearing my glasses right now. <laughs> I'm just like in there. So Jessica, I don't, uh, we have our what the devil segment here, but we kind of covered that yeah. ground. Is, is there any kind of final word you have on whether this could be Mephisto? It was that entire last scene. It was all devil stuff in there. They had the ram. They have a rabbit. If you've seen the The vitch. So did this episode, I'd obviously been way too much on this Mephisto train. Did this final scene make you more on the Mephisto Mm -hmm. train or less on the Mephisto train? Talking about it out loud with you made me be like, it's definitely, if people are like, okay, it has to be Nightmare Mephisto. I'm leaning still very Mm. much Mephisto. How are you going to have all this devil stuff in here? But I, Agnes mm-hmm. will be the main villain, and then we'll get like that that like her partner is Mephisto kind of thing. Like this, okay. this is a person that she's working with slightly. I don't think Mephisto is going to be as big as we wanted him to be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know know if I ever wanted him to be that big of a deal. I just wanted to mention a reference of his existence that he's somewhere in the shadows watching all this. That's all I ever really needed. Well, I was on board with he's like controlling Agnes. I was on board, especially with that scene where uh, Herb, not Herb, where Herb was like, Wanda where and we were trying to figure out what he was saying if it was like we're trapped here um I was like oh what if he's like Wanda Agnes has us all here so I was like well she is it was Agatha all along we just learned that this is her show and I'm so excited to see what Catherine Hunt does next I can't Um, well um we're gonna wrap it up here for this YouTube uh, Inside Marvel after show uh we're gonna be back of course next week to talk about the biggest Wanda the F's from episode eight uh and then the breakdown is coming out tomorrow those of you listening on stereo we're coming to you guys now for your questions and that uh conversation we're gonna pop that out and you guys are gonna get some uh YouTube channel screen time I think on Sunday's video so uh but we're gonna do that live right now uh if you missed it uh, be sure to download and follow us on the free stereo app stereo.com slash new rock stars to be part of the fun we got three new uh, live shows uh, monday wednesday friday jessica thank you so much for joining me follow jessica at lulu underscore clemens follow me at ea voss uh subscribe to new rock stars follow inside marvel wherever you get your podcasts and we're gonna close out with our favorite of the episode <laughs> i promise i won't bite mm. i actually did bite a kid once